Destination Morocco is excited to announce our new supporters platform where you can show your support for the podcast. Since early 2022, we have delighted in sharing with you the best of Morocco. Great travel advice, cultural insights, conversations with fellow travelers, and our own personal recommendations drawn from a lifetime of experiences. After all, we are proudly Moroccan-owned and operated with the mission to be genuine and trustworthy leaders in Moroccan tourism. Now, you can contribute directly to the podcast and help us continue this mission. Whether five, eight, or ten dollars, a one-time or a monthly commitment, your support is greatly appreciated and keeps the podcast going strong. Follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com and simply search for the word Morocco. See you there. Welcome to the Destination Morocco podcast, the show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadeen Al-Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities. Real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. Our goal is to help travelers that are struggling with planning any type of trip to Morocco. Our company, Destination Morocco, builds personalized tour packages that will ensure you enjoy our country just like local. Follow us at destinationmorocco.co. And now, let's go exploring. Morocco is a country that is full of surprises. Spend some time exploring the ancient city of Marrakesh. Hot El Ballooning is an activity that many people enjoy. It is a great way to see Marrakesh and to have an adventure to remember. If you're looking to do something unique, hot air ballooning is a great option. A great way to get a bird's eye view of the landscape. You will also be able to enjoy the quiet and tranquility of the sky while you're up there. In today's episode, we are so excited to have Sharif with us, the owner of Adventure Balloon Marrakesh. Sharif, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you start it? My name is Sharif Khudir. I'm Egyptian based in Morocco. I've been all my life in the tourism sector. I started in a city called Benesweef, which is about one hour driving from Cairo. Actually, I was practicing a lot of swimming there. I was the championship of the country for three times. Oh, wow. Then I went into the College of Alexandria. Faculty of Tourism and Hotels, where I spent four years studying tourism and hotels there. After graduation, I started working in hotels like the Sheraton, the Hilton, and Meridian. Then I moved to the tourism sector, and I was working for one of the biggest travel agencies in UK for about 12 years. After that, I went to Luxor for one time for replacing one of my colleagues there, where the first time of my life I've seen the balloon oh, wow. and flown the balloon. I love the idea and uh, I said, okay, why we don't fly this in Cairo? I tried to make the project and started on 
everything was said, but due to security reasons, it was not allowed to fly in Cairo. So I went to Luxor to fly the balloon there, which is um, one of the most open, magnificent museum in the world. When you can fly over the city, the old houses, the temples, it was magnificent. 2011, Arab Spring, which hit all the Middle East. And I have to move with all my balloons and stuff to Turkey. We went to Cappadocia for four years working there. Then from Cappadocia, we went to Uganda for two years. And then we moved to Kenya for two years. And since 2018, we are in Morocco. We have Adventure Balloon Marrakesh here. We started with one balloon, but within this short time, even with the COVID, we managed to increase our fleet to five balloons with a capacity of 300 passengers per day. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So what was it like for you when you were a kid? What type of kid were you, Sharif? In our region, when you're a kid, you are just love to play. Your mom pushed you to study. <laughs> yes. And if you get a good grade, you are okay. If you're not a good grade, you have a grief. <laughs> doing sport and actually doing swimming was very good for me because it taught me how to compete. I see. It was a big change in my life, which put me all the time in the competition I love competition. I think one of the main reasons which make me moving around easily because every place you go, you want to compete and you want to prove yourself, which was helping a lot. Definitely. I can absolutely relate to that. I know that you said you were fascinated with the balloons, but when did it occur to you or hit you that this is what you really wanted to do and you wanted to own your own company in hot air ballooning? I don't know. I, uh, maybe I'm not a rational person because once the idea hit my mind, I just go after it. I see. I get a feeling I'm convinced. I go after it. It doesn't matter. It's not all my life I've been into success. I have some fails, but uh, I would say, thank God I have that. Whatever happened, I'm still healthy. I'm still good mental. Why not start over? There was nothing in my hand from the beginning. And even if I lost everything, I still can start over again. Definitely. That's an incredible spirit. Yeah. The way to look at things. You still have those balloon companies in Turkey, in the other two African countries? We still have in Kenya. Kenya, you still have it in Kenya? And uh, Morocco. Actually, to manage a balloon company is not that easy. It needs a lot of attention. And I have a partner which is actually based in Egypt now. So he takes care of that part and I'm taking care of the Morocco part. And we have another one based in Kenya. So if you are not there, you're not following everyday operation, if you're not following the maintenance and all that sensitive stuff, you lose your competitive advantage. Oh, I agree. I agree. How long did it take you to grow the company to the size that it is today? In Morocco, it took us, if we calculate the timing from 2018 till now, it's about four years. The actual time, if we say, if we move two years of COVID and lockdown, it's almost two years. Two years. Oh, that's impressive. What sizes do you have in terms of balloons and how many people or the capacity at one point that they can ride in a hot air balloon? The hot air balloon has different sizes. Normally, there is small balloons, medium size, big size, and we have all this category. The balloon works by kilograms and the basket work with the EASA regulation, which is 0.25 meters square. So to determine how many persons in the basket, you need to get the dimension and divide it by 0.25. And for the envelope, you need to know the volume of the envelope. Then you divide it with a certain equation to tell you how many kilograms it can carry. Accordingly, all the balloons has a set number. So we have like 6, 12, 16, 24, and 32 passengers balloon. 
Okay, that makes sense. Because when you were talking about the numbers, it sounded kind of complicated. But the way that you put it in passage and count, it makes sense now. It's uh, actually safety regulations, which you need to follow because you cannot say, ah, okay, the balloon, uh, I have a children, for example. So let's take 50 children because they are light. No, it doesn't work like this. Yeah. Okay. What type of packages do you provide for the clients, for the guests? For Morocco, mainly the most popular one is the classic flight, which normally we pick you up from your hotel. We receive you in the area, which is about 25 minutes from Marrakesh. Once we come, you have your reception, tea, coffee, croissant. Then the pilot gives you safety briefing for about 10 minutes. You watch the preparation of the balloon. Then you take the flight with the sunrise for about 60 minutes. Then after landing, the cars will be following you. And actually for this, we use normally four by four. We take you back to the place where we started from, where we have open buffet breakfast for all types of food, Moroccan, international, to satisfy the different tastes. And you enjoy taking your breakfast in the desert area, watching the Atlas Mountain, the surrounding nature. Then the cars will take you back to the hotel, which takes about four hours. This is the main classic flight. Although we have some other requests, for example, like private flights, you can have your own private balloon with your own pilot and you can have your breakfast on board. Oh, nice. We call it the Royal Flight or the VIP flight. Of course, we get honeymooners, birthdays, wedding proposals and wedding things. So we can satisfy all types of requests. And due to our experience in different countries, we have seen different cultures and how it's done. I see. So basically, you can be as diverse as can be and you can custom the experience. Let's say you have some people from Turkey and they want to have their Turkish custom, whether it's a breakfast or experience, you can accommodate them. Somebody, for example, from Cameroon, from Kenya, South Africa, you'll do the same thing for them. Sure. Even, you know, recently Morocco have been open to Israel, for example. Yes. And we have a lot of Jewish, which, you know, they have their own special food, the kosher. We serving customers to satisfy the customer needs, whatever it is. Your target audience is everybody. Yeah. Whether they are locals, international, different cultures. Actually, okay. during COVID, the main customers we have was Moroccans which was really good. They pushed us along and we made a very good business with them. It's a very good chance for Moroccans to try this experience. We did promotions for them and they were so happy about it. We can be more flexible with any type of operation and any type of customers we have. That's amazing. So a regular experience will take about four hours yep. and you pick up the client from wherever they are. Let's say if they are staying at a hotel or Riyadh by Jamalfna or the square, you can pick them up and then you take them. They go through the experience, the ballooning, then they'll get a breakfast. Then you drive them back to the hotel or the Riyadh. Now, these packages, when you mention the price, everything is included, including the transportation or the transportation is separate or paid different? No, we include everything in one package. Everything. To reach the area is very difficult. And as I told you, we do customer service, customer service from door to door. Okay. So I cannot take you here and then start adding expenses all the way. No, it's not going to be comfortable. Okay. Especially most of our guests are foreigner guests who would like to pay everything at once and get everything at once. You know, foreigners, they don't like to be, they feel at the point they are used yes. by adding costs everywhere it goes. I completely understand. They feel like they're just being nickel and dimed and they're being charged for every move that they make. So it does make sense. I've talked to you a few times and it seems to me like you're really, really, really 
enjoying what you do and what you love it. Tell us some of your favorite things about having a balloon business or owning your business or doing what you do on a daily basis, Sharif. I'm the first one finished my work in the world. I finish at nine o'clock in the morning. That's it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so by the time you start going to work, I'm already free. Well, I did not expect that. So tell us a little bit more, please. Normally, the balloon business starts early in the morning for safety reasons as well, because at that time, the wind is calm going horizontally. So you can have the different layers to cover as much as you can. Normally, after nine o'clock, start what's called the thermal activity. Thermal activity when the winds start to move vertically, which is dangerous and risky for the balloon business. I see. That's why we don't work after that in hot places like Marrakesh, for example. For me, I start like 4.30 in the morning. By nine, I'm done. Then the rest of the time, you know, sitting on the cafe, enjoying my drink. Yes. <laughs> so it's just sunrise, no sundown. No, not in Morocco. Because as you know, the nature of Morocco is mainly desert and desert get affected with the sun very quickly, gets hot. So this is what makes the thermal activity thing, which is risky for the balloon. That makes sense. In Europe, for example, because it's colder, they still do afternoon. In Turkey, they do afternoon in winter. So it depends on the region where you are. I see. What's the busy season for you in Marrakesh? For now, every day is busy. Day. Okay, that's really good to hear. Yeah, every day you are full. Every day you do first flight and second flight. We are aiming to increase more balloons because of the demand. Morocco is one of the best places i ever seen, you know. And it's easy to fly as well because it's very flat area. There is no a lot of constructions, obstacles. For normal pilots, it's heaven to fly. And also Marrakesh, it's one of the sunniest cities in Morocco. It doesn't really rain much in Marrakesh. A little bit in the winter, but Comparing to other cities, it's always almost sunny all the time. Yeah, actually, the cancellation rate in Marrakesh is less than 2% all year round. Those are really good numbers. Yeah, it is, actually. It's fascinating to me. You're an Egyptian. Egypt and Morocco are the two top destinations in Africa. So you do have the best of two worlds. You're in Egypt and you're in Morocco. Walk me through the process. How did you make the decision of specifically going to Morocco? In 2010... I was talking to someone, come Morocco, make the balloon business, it's going to be good. But honestly, at that time, Egypt was on the top of tourism at that time. So it was not a brilliant idea to move all your stuff and your base where you are comfortable to go to another country. After 2011, going to Turkey, which was a very good place as well, Turkish almost like Moroccans and Egyptian, the same culture and the same social thing. They are very kind people. But Turkey is a very difficult place to live, especially that you don't speak Turkish. Oh, I see. Going around other places, it's seasonal. Morocco was the only one place where people can speak your language, Muslim country, so you can live comfortably and work all year round. So I've been advised by a friend, come on, come to Morocco. The numbers of tourists is increasing. So I came in April 2018. Our target, we work with massive numbers. So we don't have like a small balloon for four people and keep going with it like five flights every day. We came with the concept of this. We brought the first balloon with 16 people. And from there, we started to expand. So I don't want to be like this, but I would say we are the point of exploding of the balloon business in Morocco. 
now in Morocco, there are six companies oh, wow. and two more to come. And I think the future will bring more business to Morocco. That's a really, really good story. Thank you for sharing, Sharif. I know Marrakesh is very busy. I am from Marrakesh and I love the city. It's a happening city. It's a trend city. I know your business is booming, which is really, really good news. Tell me exactly where the location is in reference to the square Jam Elfna or the Jardin des Palmeries or the Medina. Where are you located? The location of the balloon operation, not for me only, for all the companies. It's an area called Boros. This is an area located by the civil aviation, the Wilaya of Marrakesh and the Royal Gendarmerie of Morocco. So it's an approved area from all authorities to operate balloon, which has a spectacular view over the Atlas Mountain, very flat area and very safe area to fly. This destination, if we speak, for example, from the center of Marrakesh, about 25 minutes driving, it is within a driving range, which is very reasonable for the guest not to be very early wake up, reasonable time to wake up with the sunrise timing, of course, and uh, just to be there. Okay. Now the way that you expressed it, I know exactly where you're at. <laughs> it's a vast land. It's empty remotely. It's really, really nice. Yes. I know exactly uh, where you're at. So um, we're getting close to the end of our session. For me, I would love to do ballooning. It's something that I always wanted to do and have been fascinated with since I was a kid. I think the first time that I saw it was most likely on TV. There's a cartoon that we used to watch as kids and they had balloons in it, but I haven't done that experience. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to go to Marrakesh and I can't wait really to experience ballooning with you. The moment you in, you find the balloon at the airport waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of things that I don't really know about ballooning, but I know a lot of people, they love it. And once they do it the first time, they're going to go back and do it again and again. So when I'm talking to you, I'm really thinking about our listeners that, for example, you said you finish by 9 a.m. They can add you to their daily activities. Let's say if it's a solo traveler, family traveler, anybody traveling by themselves there in Marrakesh, let's say they have planning for one day, they want to do a you know, spa treatment, do a little bit of shopping. They can also include you in their activities. This is a fact because the ballooning doesn't interrupt most of the activities. They start at nine. I finish by nine, but I guess they finish by eight, eight thirty. It's easy to be integrated at any activity, at any program. Ballooning is a, it's a very sensitive, very delicate thing. If you speak about it, you don't know. You cannot explain it. Once you are in the air. Imagine 1,000 meters above the ground. A lot of people, for example, they are afraid of heights. They are not afraid anymore. Oh, wow. I experienced this myself. Give them the first tip to get in. They feel safe. You feel comfortable. Me personally, when I am stressed, I just jump at any ride and take a call with myself, enjoying. So even if you are a solo traveler, as you said, you can enjoy. Even if you are a family, for the kids, it's a very good experience. Even if you are elderly, for you, it's something that you wish to do and you have done it safely as well. I think the atmosphere as well we are providing, make it like people get close, they get to know yes. each other. You are not abandoned, you are not by yourself, you are not taken aside. No, you are sharing the people's experiences. Most of the guests, they sit after the flight, they're sharing photos, they're exchanging photos, speak about this, what's next, what you have done in Morocco as a visit. Okay, go to that place. This place is good. And they are exchanging experience, not about only ballooning. It's about the experience of Morocco in general, which is expanding the love of Morocco. 
That's amazing. That's really, really incredible. There's few people that they have booked with us, a few tours next month and so forth. This is definitely something that we're going to talk to them about, knowing that the early morning, I think it's a really good fit because it really does not interfere with the rest of itinerary, especially if you have a day in Marrakesh, two days or three days. So for me, I'm definitely going to include your experience in some of itineraries. We're going to be recommending them to uh, people who book with us or travel agents and stuff like that as an activity, which is amazing. So I'm going to get to see you regardless. <laughs> but I said, you're my friend, you are my friend. Thank you. I feel the same way. Tell me, you said you want to retire in a couple of years. What is next for you before you retire or after you retire, for example? I love traveling. I think this is the time for me to travel where I'm still fit to travel. <laughs> I like climbing. I, I like going to the jungle, you know, walk around. My kids are old now. They are 22, 21, so they are not young anymore. So at least you still get time with your wife to have a little, you know, enjoyment. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's yeah. uh, traveling after retirement is definitely a must. I travel myself. I do quite a bit of travel, me, my wife, and our son. For me, it's a win-win situation. I mean, I'm doing this because I love travel. And everybody that I have talked to, they're doing whatever they're doing because of their love for travel. That's what really connects us. That's one thing that we all have in common. Ballooning is definitely something that I would love to do. I cannot wait to try it. And I will absolutely be recommending it to our guests. Thank you for the time that you spent to hear me. I'm really looking forward to welcome you on board our balloons and to see you in Morocco. And I would like to assure you, this is an experience that you will never forget. Thank you so much, Sharif. Thank you for your time. I know you're very busy. I'm going to be making some itineraries and I would love to include ballooning in them. It's all about the experience. We want them to have a really, really good time in Morocco. If they book with us, thank you. And we'll take care of them. We'll take really good care of them. We will be here to support you in any experience you are offering. Thank you. And uh, we will do our best to make it an exceptional experience for your guests, wherever they come with you or directly. They are the same for us, very well taken care of, and every guest is VIP for us. Perfect. Glad to hear that. Thank you so much, Sharif. Thanks for joining us this week on the Destination Morocco podcast. Our dedicated show website, DestinationMoroccoPodcast.com is where you can find all of our episodes, leave a review, find our social media links, and even register as a guest. If you have been to Morocco yourself and would love to share a story, advice, or recommendations, you're welcome to participate in our podcast. Whether it's a five-minute story or a full conversation, we will guide you through the steps so that you can share your experience with our listeners. We will be back soon enough with a new episode for you as we continue our exploration of the beautiful country of Morocco. See you then. You have traveled the world, but Morocco's allure beckons you. Destination Morocco is here to create the perfect once-in-a-lifetime Moroccan journey tailored exclusively to your desires. Let us craft an itinerary that unlocks the secrets of this mesmerizing land just for you. For a luxurious, bespoke Moroccan adventure of a lifetime, visit destinationsmorocco.com. 
That's destinations with an S, Morocco.com. And let us turn your dreams into reality. Your amazing Moroccan experience awaits.